Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, Easter extravaganza. No question about it, McBeth. But as you know, I, 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 I have and must be truthful with the audience. We are taping tonight, so don't bother calling in. Yeah, it's actually a beautiful Saturday morning. Oh, get the hell out of here, beautiful. You've it been is living beautiful. here too long. You know what they call this in Florida? January 1st. This yeah, well, is cold, miserable. Just because the sun is shining, you're like a battered housewife. No. Where if your husband comes home and doesn't hit you, it's a good day. I'm a fat Nordic person who likes yeah, which, by chilly the way, weather. If you look on the That's screen, 75 tomorrow. It's going to have me sweating like a, you know. You should be embarrassed. I'll, I'll forego the Not uh, just because your midriff joke. is showing. However. My the, midriff is not showing. Is, well, if the, the shape of it certainly it, is. You could see the. You could go on Very the uh, roundness. On uh, Sean from Moment Park Facebook. We're uh, broadcasting correct. live. That's correct. It's being um, streamed. But, you know, I was excited about doing the show because I was out of town. Or, I, you know, I'm going to be out of town next week. We have to tape again. Um, but I, uh, we had, I had to jump into this nonsense. Possibly the greatest political manufactured marketing tool in the history of American politics was released on Thursday. And we have been inundated. With the party spin, so much so as you and you know this, Macbeth. I don't watch regular TV. I like to watch the clips aside on you, from Ray Donovan on YouTube. I love Ray Donovan, yeah. um, I, but I like to watch the clips on YouTube. And I, I that laugh. Save you a lot of time. And it's funny because when you click on, like, let's say you click on CNN, the search engine assumes you're a communist, so you're inundated. <laughs> You're inundated with the Democrat, assumption, maybe. Democrat money. You know, send to the DNC. Right. We're in the fight of our lives. It's about advancing progress, whether uh, accepting regression, you know, all the nonsense. And then when you clip on the Fox News clip, there's Donald Trump. You're going to send money. 2020 is going to be easier. If you haven't seen his, his advertisement oh, on yeah. YouTube, I love it. Oh, my favorite is the one that pops up that says, uh, as one of my number one donors... I'm making an announcement at 9 o'clock tonight. Now, That's first right. of all, yeah. I don't donate to anybody. And second of all, I saw the same ad nine days in a row. But what it proves is more, more the point that this particular document, which, by the way, it's like one of those candy apple old 1957 Chevys, where if you're standing where you want, you see red. Yes. The other guy sees green. Yeah. It's amazing to me how uh, parties have become so divided that we are looking at words and we still don't read the same words. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. To As me. a child of the '80s, I would equate it more to the. Uh, you remember the corduroy plastic cups? So from one side, it looked like something else. No, and eating was not the pillar of my life, but I do well, understand why you feel that. Eating way. remains the pillar of my life. <laughs> I am just. It, it it almost is where you have to step back. But the the more important thing is when you hear the spin. Yeah. Of the lawyer, which is all of the rage of the Democrats, which is why you have everybody from Focahannes. To Jenny from around the block, AOC, and uh, uh, what's the guy's name? The homosexual version of Shea Guevara, Pete Gig, uh, or Pete Buttigieg. They're all rallying the impeachment, and they're, it's funny to me with their 
focusing on and how we as Americans have lost what our principles of law are, yeah. which they're focusing on a, a, a section of this report, which I think you could have argued should never have been there, and that's testimony without being cross-examined testimony. No. Without being challenged testimony. Yeah. So they get you in a dark room and they ask you what your version of the story is. And the opposite side has zero rebuttal. It's amazing yeah. to me that, you know, and, and here's the thing. I get it that he's the lawyer of the White House. I'm talking specifically about McCann. Right. Is that how you say his name? I think it's McCann, yeah. And uh, how he said, well, Trump, it, you know, asked him about breaking in his mind what was breaking the law. But if you look at the conversation in context, you see he asked him his opinion. Can I do this, or I want you to do this, at which point the lawyer says, you cannot do this. Which is what his job is all about. That's what your fracking job is. Yeah. It's amazing to me. You know, as somebody who, uh, I'm a fiduciary, as you know, yeah. I earn my living as, a, as an agent, yeah. which is not the same as a lawyer. However, you must be well aware of the law. Still, your right? duty is still to your client. You're still, right, and, and at sometimes clients will ask you, for instance, Let's put two bids in on two properties. And you have to advise them at that point, you can't legally right. unless you want to buy both properties. Now, totally different story. Does that mean my client told me to break the law? Of course not. He didn't know the law. It's similar to this. But more, more importantly, this became an op-ed. The Mueller report is nothing but an op-ed. Otherwise, it would have consisted of volume one. It would have been a total of 20 pages. Right. And that would have been the end of it. So it, what this is, is a public paid. We paid for this. Yeah. This is when I hear the Democrats say we should see it. I agree with that aspect of it. I paid for that son of a gun. You paid for that son of a gun. Right. The lowly guy downstairs who here is on a Saturday who looks more miserable than any human being in the world. I've never seen that guy oh. before, by the way. He looks like Santa Claus. Oh, he looks like the gimp. They it's, pulled that guy out of a closet. He's Santa and, Claus in the off season. You know, and, and he paid for it. When he gets his check and the taxes are, it's all part of it. That's so I don't like this era. This what is it? The proper word aura of you're not good enough to see it. You're just the public. I right. hate that. You know what I've heard a couple of times over the last two days. People say not everybody paid for it because not everybody pays taxes. Well, guess what? The Mueller report was not funded from tax money before everything else was spent. That's right. That's borrowed money just like everything else. That's right. So not only are you paying for it, whether you pay taxes or not, your kids are paying for it and their kids are paying for the, it. The, the intellectual absence of the American citizen of what is going on is why you have to be nervous when you hear the, the, the Che Guevara, Pete Buttigieg, and you see that this guy's a failed, he's running a failed city. Where he's from is, is nothing great. He has no credibility in business he was a service we're, member his whole life he he all of a sudden is turned we're, to, we're talking about what buck gig yeah well, what's his but I, see, I told you i wasn't even going to try and it's, i shouldn't have it's 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 that's not it, how they want you to say it but what, it's how do they gig. want you to say it? what what's the quote-unquote official well how Buda, would the bbc Buda say? check no buddha check no my buddy's buddha check it's like a, i got buddha check on the brain east european capital well that's what he is i don't know what the hell he is it's, it's, right, it's, well. it's spelled but a gig i'm going so with but a gig but a gig I, okay. And what frightens me is that you have this expert in zero, except being a public official. That's all this guy's ever been as a politician. When okay. you're in the Navy, you're a politician. I'm he, sorry. He's got, got the cute look little of a politician. Cons- yeah, of course. You know, he's got a couple of cats. And he is not only commenting on impeaching Trump, which is so ridiculous to me. I yeah. want them to do it. I hope they do. They do it because yeah. that's the only way we're really going to beat. Uh, uh, destroy the socialists. Well, I've got, a, the I've got a gift for you. Hit it. 
Uh, it's almost as if he didn't think anybody was going to read it. I mean, the, the characterizations he made were so out of whack with what is on the page. It's mystifying to me because people have Google and they're not stupid. Now, what he's talking about is Barr's characterization or his yeah. description of the Mueller report. Um, and I just want to play it one more time. I want you to focus on the last two things he says. People have Google and they're not stupid. I think they have Google and they are stupid people. because they have Google. <laughs> I was going to say, the first part of that is true. It was at least half time giving him credit where credit is due. So he continues. He's put himself in this incredibly humiliating position of uh, behaving more like the president's lawyer than like the attorney general. <laughs> and I think it's raised, uh, I think given the legitimate concerns that it's raised about whether his true loyalty is to the president or to the Constitution. If he were ever asking me for advice, which he won't, I would advise him to step aside. I've watched every second of what Barr has said publicly, and I read the report. In, including his his whatever you want to call it editorial synopsis. I thought whatever he was great. It. It, 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 it's about the most impartial you can get. And I love his voice. Am I the only one that loves I, the guy's voice? I, I I'm not a fan of his no? voice. All right, I like it. He sounds like a uh, a teacher that's that's upset. He has to deal with you moron kids. That's probably I always why I'm loved not it. Yeah, you're used thrilled to that. with his voice. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love it. Um, I'll tell you this: it is frightening to me how this guy came out of nowhere. Okay, yeah. and is preaching. I am not kidding you when I say he is the worker party socialist. There is no right, but the, I mean, forget about it. Bernie and his minions. They're all different versions of socialists. The one thing I do love about Buttigieg is he destroyed Beto O'Rourke. You don't even hear his <laughs> name anymore. Beto, wait a minute. You're a heterosexual white guy, and and you think that you're going to trump the homosexual socialist? I don't think so. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after these messages, and we will still be rejecting communism sold as a compassionate socialism by frauds in pasty white suits. I love and I hate Mel Gibson. You, you don't want to be a fan of his, but it's almost impossible not to like oh, the I movies. love him. Although there is a Mel Gibson movie that I used to love, the first two watches, that now I watch it and I go, this is just terrible. Which one? Uh, the Patriot. I was just going to say, I love it. Are you not talking? Did you hate it? I have revolutionary war knowledge. Yeah. And I have French Indian war knowledge. And it's an entertaining movie. But now watching it after having picked it apart mentally, I just. Here's the thing. You know why you like that? There will be that generation of 14 year olds who say, is this real? Well, and, and they I pull would... up the ghost and they look and they review it and they right. see exactly how we should have lost that war. And we won it because the guys like that. It's and, important. And maybe the same will be true of Top Gun. They'll Google the F-14, and they'll go, why in the hell did we ever stop making these things? You were too young. You have no idea how many guys joined the military just because of that freaking movie. I think the guys who joined because of Top Gun were probably focused on the volleyball scene. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody. Uh, that's for Congress to work out. I'm pretty sure he deserves to be impeached. Uh, but uh, Congress will have to figure out procedurally what to do. To put an end to this kind of corruption and this style of politics is to relegate it to history by giving it a decisive defeat at the ballot box. You notice that at the ballot box was uh, sort of an afterthought. You know, there's something I want to focus on. I know we were going to do something else, but you know how my brain works. He didn't want to give away their playbook. He, didn't, hear, want to, he didn't want to show the cards. I hear they, Their plan is impeachment. Oh, it always has been since the day, the night he but, won. But he had, to, he had to add on the end at the ballot box, so it didn't sound like he was given away. But there's something I want to focus on. They're really on, banking and on And no that. one talks about this, McBath. Yeah. Socialism is in its base corrupt because it takes a politician and turns him into a guy. 
right? And if you look at, forget the socialist countries that we could point to that apparently have no effect on the modern-day moron who walks around with his Che Gravera shirt on, not realizing he's a murdering scum who, in, who turned Cuba into a prison island. These idiots, because they're, 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 they're Democrats, they, they, they worship dictating murdering scum, and they don't even know it. But in America here, the socialist enclaves, let's take Chicago. There it's is glaring. nothing that represents what American socialism is or what absolute and total corruption is like the American socialist Chicago Democrat. So when this buffoon accuses corruption being in the Trump campaign and Republicans versus who he wishes to be a god among is sickening to me. And the lack of investigation into these Democrat stronghold states and municipalities whether it be New York and New York City, or whether it be you know Illinois and Chicago, Illinois, right? Why can't people make the connection? You have to figure out a way to tie these people to these scum, scum cities like Chicago. I don't think making the connection is the issue. I think literally what you see is, especially in places like Detroit and Chicago, um, to an extent uh, Philadelphia. What you see is that the system is set up so that impropriety is legal. Like, it, it is the way it's done, but all they're doing is operating within the system that's put before. Well, yes, because it's put there so that they can't get in trouble for doing this. How many people realize, you know, you say Detroit, and every time I, I, I think of Detroit, I think of the I'm the talking guy, Detroit 70s and 80s. I know you are, and yeah. who was the mayor? Was the guy who was with Eddie Murphy? I was I'll just tell thinking about this the other day. It's the guy who was, you remember Eddie Murphy when he did the uh, the cop movie where he went to California? Yeah, what the called hell was Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. You remember the guy who played his Detroit captain? He yeah. was actually the mayor. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. And do you know that he... That's why I was trying to... We were talking about Beverly... He was the guy yeah. whose brother was the largest cocaine dealer in Detroit. Did you know all this? No, that I didn't know. Oh, he was That's steeped funny. in murderous scandal. Did you ever see the... the That's one of the best on-screen deaths. He had a great death. Did you ever see the documentary White two, Boy Rick? Three. No. Uh, yes. yes. That's... Who that is. Yeah. So whether you go and, and, and you look at the history of corruption in, in Detroit, you look at the history of corruption in New York, in Chicago, come on, it's, it's a joke. Chicago is a it's joke. It's literally systemic. But you look at, look at L.A., Los yeah. Angeles, no matter where the socialists thrive, uh, the underlying, the undertow current is corruption because that's what socialism is. Well, and it's much easier to sell socialism to people who are in a massive chunk. In, in the same predicament. So if you have a huge area where people are, um, say, struggling to get jobs, and you go in and say, the government's going to spend this amount of money, and we're going to train people, and we're going to build families, and everybody's going to say, well, that's great. That's what we want. They're not stopping to say, um, well, the math doesn't work. Why can't Americans connect the dots? You're, you're accusing Donald Trump of colluding with whom? Russia. And why is Russia bad? Because they have oligarchs left after communism. The same oligarch families and the same oligarch connections, political connections, right. that are Ed Burke, that are Dick Mel, that are the Dailies. It's the same gaga. Right. It right. really is. Right. And, and you have a philosophy. The entire Democrats, whether it's Bernie Sanders or his minions, you pretend you're offended with collusion. So what's worse? Donald Trump, let's say the accusation is he gave Vladimir Putin a, a $50 million condo to build a 
right. Tower, right? Blatant Isn't this the big obvious. thing? Right. You have brought that philosophy that turned Putin into an oligarch, mm-hmm. and you're, that's your platform of the Democrat Party. Yeah, well, it has mirrored it. Donald Trump's collusion is, is what, a bribe to an oligarch versus Bernie Sanders' open and notorious affiliation with communism and communists during the Cold War. Well, and there's you, you know f- there's a motive. Kidding me? There's a motive to speak to not speak up for Bernie because you know Bernie let his own party completely shiest him. I mean, it was it was, you know, and he's still stumping for him. That just shows you how disingenuous that. that it also shows you the it, it shows you though something even scarier if you flip the coin over. Yeah, it shows you that you can never beat this two party system. No, that you, this is it, and that and look at what's happening. When there it is take, this, it would take an extraordinary candidate in extraordinary circumstances. I think it would to take do so. I, I I think it's going to be eventually when it collapses. And yeah. this has always been my problem with Trump is that Trumponomics is a softer version of socialism. Right. It's it just is. It's based in the same nonsense, the same the same corruption through protectionism. It's right. just it's just and hidden a, by law. A little assumptions bit. of centralized federal power. That, that that go unchallenged, and that's the same for the Bush administration. It was doubly true for the Obama administration. Yeah, um, it wasn't really true for the Clinton administration. But that if, was the last. That was the last president you had who who maybe sort of looked at a couple of things and went, "Yeah, it makes sense. I'm going to do it," or "That doesn't make sense. I'm not going to do it." Everything else, it seems, has we, just been a prescribed plan. If you look at at what's happening with the so-called outsiders of the Republicans, the Libertarians, for example, right? You you look at their reaction to this report. It aligns with the hysteria, the unfounded hysteria of, of the Democrats more than it does the rational reasoning of what's actually in the report. Right. And I find that to be unsettling, well, which I, is why I refuse to affiliate with, with the party. I think you're, see, well, you're seeing affected viewing, though. People are, you know, for two years, understandably, if, if you're somebody who sits there and watches CNN and believes what you see, you were dead sure that this report was going to absolutely end the Trump presidency. There would be impeachment in a week. There would be, you know. So Which the, is why they is build why, these echo chambers. But, but, but if you they just have want you this. To come pre- in. Right, exactly. And if you have this preconceived notion, then it's going to be easier for you to buy whatever spin agrees with that. You know, it's confirmation bias. And you circle back to what uh, Buttigieg said. Google. I want to do a whole show on him. Google, I, I, it's easy. Just so he can keep saying he's, his name. He's the most, him and, and, and the, other, the other guy, Andrew Yang, are two very dangerous Andrew cats. Andrew Yang's fascinating. Though. Very dangerous cats. I found him very that, fascinating. They can easily slow cook you. Yes. You know, we're at, we're, to me, we're at the crossroads of socialism and, and anything but. I, I think you can apply and we can that easily though. make that turn. That's that's true of many social issues right now, though. Whether you're talking about uh, attitudes towards transgenderism or because you know, go back don't... a few years into gay marriage. Before that, it was gays in the military um, baking a cake. Whatever all these things are, there's so many sort of absurd lines being drawn in the sand because Americans long to be slaves. That it's and they not, want government to tell them how to act. It's not an issue of you're seeing the crossroads between socialism and non-socialism. That's uh, the major symptom, but that's not it. You're seeing the crossroads between people who are willing to say, okay, this has never not made sense before, therefore it still makes sense, and people who are saying, I want to radically change 
what everybody believes. Therefore, I'm going to push this and I'm going to spin this and, and contort this in a way that makes sense. And to then the politician, people. here's the funny part, though. The politician wants you, you to rely on information from a search engine that they right. are affiliated with. Well, they want and you to rely on information that will, that will continue to come from, quote unquote, their side. You know, it, it, I do have hope, though. And I'll tell you what I mean. And this is how we're going to tie it into a little pop culture. You know what the hope is? You watch that, that crazy Naperville kid with the underbite on Jeopardy. You watching this kid? Yeah, I've seen him. I love it because he's, he's really a young kid. And you look at what his knowledge is. His knowledge is far greater than results of a search engine. Yeah. So him and people like him. Will be the saving grace People of the future the for that now. because they are going to re- believe me. But a gig, either we jump on the highway to, to communism and we elect a Democrat and it implodes fast, or we see the failure of electing who we think is the alternative to the socialist and it ends. But the curiosity of the future of the future generations is our only hope. So I do have optimism when you see standouts in American culture. I've seen a lot of really smart people think really stupid things, though. Yeah, we call them Democrats. I mean, it's trivia. It's not, you know, they're not asking them philosophical issues on Jeopardy. Yeah, but there's an underlying current of knowledge, which I I like, because I think only through that do you fight off this communist invasion in America called Democrat Party. Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. The big lie that you've let fly for two years, it's over, folks. I mean, I guess if people want to investigate in Congress, they want to waste their time and and not listen to, to people like Nancy Pelosi who are saying, let's not impeach, let's move on, let's talk about what was her word yesterday, kitchen table issues. Let's have at it because I present to you the document that shows the Democrats' successes. Hi. This is the success of the Democrats in the first 100 days in Congress. Here it is. There's nothing. Okay, I started out making fun of Kellyanne Kelly Conway because yeah. she, she really does look like my cousin Angela. Which I, I um, so, but as I as time goes on, I love her, and I love the argument between the husband and wife. Which, by the way, it's an interesting how, dynamic, isn't did it? Did you see that fat slob? She's married to him. No, I haven't seen. Oh a picture. my word! Although I will say this though, if uh, if uh, Carville and his wife can get along anybody can get well, along. carvel's actually carvel's got a sense of humor yeah but he's a he's psycho when it comes to s- politics but he's he's smart and yeah. wrong yeah but funny right and it, you know i get it this guy's just uh i think he's only funny because he's southern this guy's like, like somebody those... from north dakota said the same things that carvel said he would have been out of politics this guy's a country <laughs> club fat slob all right who in his head thinks he's you know george hamilton and, and he walks around with that air of arrogance when the reality is if you look at his career, Wait, he's a failure. How, how much has he modeled himself after George Harrison? Is George this going to be Battle Harrison. of the Fake Tans? You mean George Hamilton. 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 No, George Hamilton's twice the man this fat slob will be. Um, no, but you, and you listen to him come out, and he was kissing Trump in the beginning, and then all of a sudden, now he hates him because he didn't get the job he wanted, and his wife did. And his wife is someone of importance, and he's always going to be sidecar Sally. And it's a hard thing for a guy like that to live with. The one thing I do like and, about Kellyanne Conway is that she doesn't seem to care. I love that. She does not care. That's Italian women, baby. Is it? Do not mess with them. 
You will be a miserable son of a gun. Because all that I keep thinking about, you know, listen, I, I argue with my wife who's beautiful and, you know, hard. I can't imagine anyone on this earth that oh, you wouldn't inevitably argue, argue with. But, you know, and then, you, you know, this whole thing with Florida. You know, she's like, come on, you're doing this a little early. I said, I don't care, man. I'm going. I'm out of here. The minute well, that, the minute, the, iron's hot. the minute Jelly Belly won it, that's it. Anyway, um, you know, there's some tension from time to time. And I make fun of the tension in a marriage. I think you have to. But every time I get home and she'll be like, take this, you know, they'd like to order you around a lot of times. Right. And um, every time that'll Which happen. Which you need, let's be honest. For this last week, all I thought about is, could you imagine this guy going home with Kelly Acon with his big fat Oh, slot? man. And he's probably, you know, if he gets divorced, he realizes, what's he going to do? He'll be, you know, his side job, he'll be pouring drinks at a knockoff cheers. No, he's going to write a tell-all. Oh. That's, that's what they do. Well, like Valerie Jarrett. If he got divorced and he had nothing left to lose as far as the marriage, he would just write all that you know they've had intimate conversations about things and stuff. And, and all that you have to do if you're a Democrat is write a book. And they have that, that system in place where the DNC buys thousands of your books and right. they mandate the clubs buy it. So you automatically so you make automatically millions. get on the list. That's how Bernie made the money. That's, look right. at Valerie Jarrett, the only woman to write more books than she ever read. This buffoon. She writes a book. It's number one bestseller. Who would buy? Let me buy a book by Kankles, a, a, a real estate broker, failed real estate broker, failure, Yeah. who just happened to pony up with Michelle Obama and then look at me. Can I tell you a uh, slightly off-topic aside? Eh, not the whole show's off-topic. When I was 18, it's true. There actually is no technical topic. Yeah. Uh, when I was 18, I worked uh, security part-time. And uh, it's also selling at cars Denny's? at the time. No, no we, you know, they'd ship me around. We did uh, wrestling gigs at middle schools at, at night. <laughs> oh, and so it was everything you could imagine. Stamp yeah. shows at hotels, all kinds of stupid. When they needed somebody who, who could stand at the door without having to go to the bathroom for five hours, then really? they, yeah, they would call. That's it. a gift. Yeah. And, uh, well, you know, everything's large about me, including the bladder. Okay. So um, I go ahead and I, uh, I, I get this one gig. It's down in Wheaton. And there was this little store in the middle of this out, outdoor mall. Where Hot Lips, uh, from, uh, Loretta Swit from uh, MASH. I had a big thing for her. This was, I don't know, 1999 or whatever. Oh, okay, but yeah. she was writing a book, uh, or she had written a book, and she was signing books. And um, in the entirety of like the three hours that she was there, there was probably 12 people. And I felt, oh. I felt horrible. Damn it. And I walked up to her and I said, you know, I, 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 I'll buy a book. You know, and she goes, here. And she signed one and gave it to me. And she goes, these are all bought. These were all bought by the store. She didn't have to sell any books. I was like, that's a gig. That's a great gig. Barack Obama. I need to write a stupid book. Barack Obama's books, people don't realize this. They weren't bought by individuals. That wasn't the, I mean, they were, but that wasn't the bulk of their sales, of right. his sales. Right. They were bought by institutions. Institutions. Directly yeah. affiliated with the Democrat Party. It is the greatest. Well, and there's, there was a lot of giveaway stuff. It's a pay-to-play scam. Yeah. You just kick out garbage in a book. This guy wrote two autobiographies by the time he was, what, 45? Yeah, well. And, and they contradict each other. I, well, first of all, you know that he didn't write them. He talked to some <laughs> moron in school who put the book together. They interviewed him, and he turned it into a book. And then it's just instant sales. It, it is the, the only thing that seconds that scam are these professors who write books and then mandate that the school must buy them. It's virtually the same thing. Or that the student has to buy them. Yeah, the, oh, that's the best. And then that's how your kid comes home and says, Dad, I need a book that's $400 because the fracking professor wrote it. Scam artist. This is the Liberty Hour where we expose the scams. Do you know we got a call? We're pre-taped, and I'm very excited about that. You didn't even see it. Did the call? There's People no call. like us. Or at least 
There's no one or tall. Two. There was. Even, I was looking at the. the you line. don't even see them when they come up I on this. Saw one. Not, they, only when they get screened do they come up on. Hi, I'm calling you out, man. Oh, you're, you're liar. wrong. I do the show. You're a wrong. liar. Wrong. What do I expect from a guy who likes Rubens? Liar. Al Kovac Jr., Navy veteran, paralyzed veterans of America. You fought the good fight and served your country with valor. Now it's our turn to fight for you. Sherman Gillums Jr., Marine Corps veteran, paralyzed veterans of America. We help you secure full benefits, quality health care, and job opportunities. To learn more, visit pva.org, a public service of paralyzed veterans of America. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. You know what's gotten lazy? You? No, what's gotten lazy, I used to... The Drudge Report, I you know, it was on my phone. It was my screensaver. It's it doesn't change anything. It's it, it really is despicable to me how they got lazy. The same headline for two days yeah. because he said because Donald Trump said this is total BS. Shouldn't you be looking at maybe other things that are relevant? I hate the idea. It only seems to be current. It was the absolute current. Yeah. Yeah, it was even, updated even like every in the, thirty minutes. Even back in the late nineties, when it was like a super, it didn't just look like that because they chose for it to look. It looked like that because every website looked like. You could that. see he just made enough money where he's like, I don't care what. Now yeah. we're going to do what I want to do. Here's I, your HTML file. Chew on it. And here we are talking about this stupid, stupid two years. We knew what it was. Stupid report versus exactly what's happening that will affect all of us. And I'm not just, you know, I'm not just going to specifically go to the turnbuckle of the debt, but I am going to say there are some very eerie bad things economically happening. I don't know, I I don't know if you watched if you saw the the Wall Street Journal. Did you realize five companies, five companies make up 35% of the growth in the S&P 500? Doesn't surprise me. That's scary though, dude. It is. Because basically, you know, we've got this Black box, you want to talk about collusion. How about the collusion between hedge funds and investment banks and, 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 uh, and, and brokers that put together these algorithms that just run the market regardless of reality? Well, in there, Parabolic, and, straight up. How could you have five companies account for 35% of the growth? Well, That's and, a pump and dump. And there again, it's like Chicago. The system is set up so that it works that way. These guys are making billions, dude. And they're and, and frauding most, the market. And most of it is it, are, are instruments, financial instruments that did not exist. Algorithms. When you worked at, right. I mean, there's, there's an, an MBS. When did the MBS get created? Oh, God, late. Late 80s? Yeah. I mean, it, it, these things didn't exist when, when we were well, learning about this the, stuff. The, the, the algorithm, pro- here's the problem. It's triggered on numbers. Right. Not fact. Right. See, what, what guys used to do, the, the, here's what, I knew what this was going to happen when they broke the market. And they allowed you to, they bastardized trading by taking it out of the, the open outcry. Because they had to, banks had to expose their orders to 3,000 people mm-hmm. and all the people they dealt with. Mm-hmm. That's done. They don't have to do that now. Now you just have to pump it in the right direction. And once these algorithms get set, there are numbers that are based on chart numbers mm-hmm. that once they break them, it's like they setting execute. off stops. Right. And then the market just rallies. And it doesn't take the fundamentals that it used to to have a market rally or break, which is no, why. And you couldn't consume the amount of fundamentals necessary to judge this current market 
well, you as, could if as it a was, human being. If it was put back to open outcry, you know why? Of course. But what I'm saying is, is in this in the digital. Okay, so you're trying to take in. Let's say you got CNBC on this one. You got Fox Business on this one. You're listening to the, the Cranes podcast, and then you got five screens in front of you. You're still not going to take in enough information. But if you had the old traders the way it was when I was there, yeah, okay, we had these guys that used to digest strictly the report. The right. fun, that's it. Right. And from that report, they said, no, 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 that, that, that's, that's BS. Because they the had already done really. their research. Right. They knew what the truth was about that before the report So came. Goldman Sachs would come in, Citibank, Merrill Lynch, okay? Right. Right. They had their little stations of brokers, and they'd give buy orders. Well, there's you know, 800 locals in the pit who knew very well. I don't care what, they, what they're buying. They're, the report says negative. So they would go to bid the market, and four guys, four monster locals, sold, and they'd sell it. They'd hit them to where all of a sudden they'd have to keep pumping in orders. But the other brokers in the pit were like, wait a minute. These three monster traders are right. That's not a bullish report. That's a a bearish report. And they'd sell it. So you had a more honest market because it was exposed to more opinion, more opportunity, where you knock those guys out. And I'll tell you another thing, McBeth. It's no coincidence that those big traders who digested fundamentals lost their money in this phantom rally because they should have been short. So ironically, they, they pulled this market away from the honesty of, of a diverse opinion in order to fraud the outcome, in my opinion. And I'll tell you what, the, I, I traded S&Ps for the last six years when I was down there. The idea that five, five companies make up 35% of the, of, of the profit value? Isn't that nuts? Dude, that, that, that's... Uh, it, why call it the S&P 500? Just well, call it the S&P 5. And now uh, the real question here is, without those five, what does the S&P 500 look like? Stagnation. What does the S&P 495 look like? St- this is the problem when it you have... It hasn't done anything. When you have bastardized information, when you have Keynesian economics, and you know they laugh every time I say it, because Keynesian economics... Well, it's just because it's become a drinking game. Keynesian here. economics is the true stagnant, if not regression of, of the economy. Because you're pretending tax money spent is growth. It is a lie on its face. I, it, there's no such thing as tax money being a growth. There's value, but that's interpretive. Right. But it's never a growth. Because you're, you're, you're not adding to the level. You're actually taking from it. To you're re- hope you're removing money from the free economy. It's truly stupid. Yeah. It's taking a tablespoon out of a glass, putting it back in and measuring it to see if it got higher. It doesn't get higher. Yeah. If anything, you have slippage in it. It gets lower. And that's the problem with government spending. But the reality is people can't translate in that, that in their head because they've been inundated with political party propaganda that tells you we spend a dollar, we get three back. Like that dimwit, drunken, stumble bum Nancy Pelosi, in my opinion. I'm. I'm. You see, you're learning. Yeah. You're learning this radio thing. Yeah, because you know, I have to tell you, when she speaks, all I think about is who was the last person overserved that son of a gun. I think I I'm was just, a bartender. Through, you know what I mean? I what? That lady's not getting a drink from. I'm me. just going to pull you saying, in my opinion, over and over, and I'm going to put a whole soundboard of just drops of you saying my That's opinion. Why you're, here. you're like my insurance policy. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after these messages. It's been my best interest to keep you uh, financially. I love, I love saying that because Marcus doesn't like it. These messages, love it. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. 
This is the Liberty Hour each and every Sunday, even when it's Easter, even if when we have to pre-tape. However, I will call it the Easter extravaganza. Bad news this week. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because I, I, I met him years ago. And we're talking specifically about Chet Kopic. Chet Kopic. Who? Why would you let the girl you met drive your car? What are you nuts? I don't let my wife drive my car. And I she could be owns having a heart attack. I drive the car, baby. Yeah, I've driven myself to the ER a number of times. And actually. you know what's funny? He had that <laughs> sense of humor too. Yeah, Chet Kopic had it. I mean, incredible. Well, when, sense of humor. And you said you had a story, but when I started working here, so I've I've been around here since um, sort of late fall 2010. Yeah, I haven't worked for the station that whole time. What I started doing is, is I interned for a short time, but then I worked as a producer for Jeff Pincus. Um, Which and, is how I met and, Chet Kopic. And, oh, I find him very funny. But He's anyway, like Fred Jeff is still a friend. Um, oh, I but him. I produced Jeff's show for a while, and, uh, and Chet was a regular, I would say, at least once a month. Because they were and, very close. Yeah, the, the Live and Large was the show. It was, and it was only on Sunday nights. So it was a two-hour Sunday night show. And you want to talk about a lack of show prep. There was there was four Marlboros and twenty minutes in the parking lot, and that was the show prep. It was yeah. just whenever we would show up. Brought Chet in one time to give a eulogy for Frank, Jeff's co-host. Yeah, um, and he spent a couple minutes writing some stuff down, and then rattled off this ten-minute thing. And I put it on YouTube, and I'll, I'll put it on your send it your to face. me. Yeah, I'll put it on your still. Facebook yeah. page. Honored guests, members of the clergy, and the entire dance team from the Admiral Theater. <laughs> we are not gathered here in sadness. In the Jewish faith, we would suggest that Francis' life was a mitzvah. And if you buy that line of crap, we have a great piece of property we'll sell you in Yuma, Arizona. Um, but the best thing about Chet was we would give him, there were live reads that we had to do, that Jeff had to do. And he would give Chet literally three or four bullet points. And one of them was like the name of the company and their contact information. So there's yeah. almost nothing about this. And he said, all right, Pinker, let me... Let me look at this here. I'll write a couple of things. He down. was a cartoon. And he would sit there through, you know, maybe three minutes of ads. And then he would come back and we're live. And we'd come back to the show. And he would start into this live read and absolutely peg it every single yeah, time. Great. And, and it was something that he had written in three minutes. And it was funny. And it was to the point, And it sold. Yeah, let me tell you. And it was just fun. So the way that I know him is through Pincus as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was actually barred from that thing. They wouldn't let me participate Good. in that contest. Good. So um, I got contacted by a guy, who, okay. and he was putting together a, and I didn't know anything you know, about radio. It's the first time I was on radio, and the very first time yeah. was with Jeff Pincus. Yeah. Okay? So afterwards, um, he, they were going to bro- broadcast from another place the next day. With I'm like, guy. all right, whatever. Yeah. So he goes, Chet Kopic will be there. I go, oh, I, you know, I, I like Chet Kopic. I don't know much about sports. He had just come out with a book. Right. I said, you know what I'll do? That's I'll true buy- Chet. You could say every other year yeah. that Chet just came out. The guy wrote so many books. So let me tell you what happened. I said, I'll buy 10 of his books, and I'll give them away to the first 10 callers of what it was going to be my own show. There you go. Okay? I thought it was a good idea. So he calls him right away. And Chet Kopic, he's like, you'll buy 10 books. I said, yeah, I'll buy 10 you'll books. You'll buy 10 books. I'll come Where on the air. Where are you going to be in an hour? He wanted the money. Yeah. I'm like, I- I'll, you know, I'll-, I'll be here. He drove yeah. to meet me yeah. you know, and, for $100. And he, didn't, and he didn't think anything else. Oh, I thought it was funny. He was and coming out here. I mean, it was a 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. show on Sunday nights. And he was showing up here. Not a nicer like guy. Like he had just had brunch. Not, I mean, he would just show up. Hey, guys, how you doing? Da, 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 da. And you know what was nice about him is that the minute you met him. He was around when I was in broadcasting school, too. He made you feel cool like there. you knew him forever. He was an old friend that you just didn't meet. 
That's who Chet Kopic was. I liked him very much. It is a loss for the radio. Yeah. It is a loss for the people that knew him. And you know, if you're family members, you have my deepest sympathy. But it's better to have him and lose him than never have him. I guess. Yeah. All right. We'll be back next week. Thank you for tuning in to Liberty Hour on an Easter extravaganza. Happy Easter. I have to go home. I have to go home.